0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance.
0: From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. Yet another English Channel Crossing tragedy. At least four people have died and 40 more have been rescued after a migrant boat capsized in darkness and sub-zero temperatures. A distress call was made just before 3am with Coast Guard helicopters from Britain and France helping with the rescue mission. The leaders of both sides of the Commons have given their condolences. I'm
2: sure the whole house will share my sorrow at the capsizing of a small boat in the channel in the early hours of this morning and the tragic loss of human life.
1: It's a reminder that the criminal gangs running those routes put the lives of the desperate at risk and profit from their misery. They must be broken up and brought to justice.
0: The incident off the Kent coast near Dungeness happened just hours after Prime Minister Rishi Sunak revealed plans to tackle these types of illegal and highly dangerous channel crossings.
2: Our policing of the channel has been too fragmented with different people doing different things, being pulled in different directions. So we will establish a new, permanent, unified small boats operational command.
0: David Bond is the Evening Standard's deputy political editor. David, the incident came just hours after Rishi Sunak revealed his migration plans. What were the key announcements he made?
2: Well, that's right. Rishi Sunak just yesterday on Tuesday in the Commons setting out his plans to try and get to grips with this, you know, long, long running problem of how you deal with illegal migration and the backlog of asylum claimants trying to come to Britain. He pledged to Uh, Get a grip and clear that backlog, mainly by taking on this problem which has has become apparent with claimants from people coming from Albania. Now, the vast majority of those will be declared unfounded by changes that Rishi Sunak announced. He's going to look at changing the laws on asylum and modern slavery to reform those. Uh, he's looking at trying to make it easier to reser- return asylum claimants to safe countries because that seems to be the problem as far as lots of uh, people in the home office are concerned, actually, how you how you process and get these kind of returns through the system so that you don't have this backlog. He also talks about tackling this problem of migrant accommodation. At the moment, there's about 40,000 people in hotels costing about 5.5 million, 5. 5 million pounds a day, huge costs, and ju- just generally trying to deal with this problem of uh, Albanian claimants coming to the country, but also to try and streamline the process in general to, to make it work more smoothly, to try and get some of those numbers down. So there wasn't the sort of the big... Idea that we had from previous Home Secretary Priti Patel. And when Boris Johnson was Prime Minister, this idea of sending people to Rwanda to be processed and possibly to settle there if they are uh, illegal migrants. There was no sort of big idea like that. It was much more about trying to make the system work better to get the numbers down. Of course, the politics of this is that Rishi Sunak has made tackling illegal migration a really, really big priority. He's obviously dealing with a whole range of problems, the economy. Going into recession, inflation, interest rates rising, strikes—all of these problems. But he's clearly seen that his own chances of re-election uh, will really hinge whether he can. He is the prime minister who can finally get to grips with this long-running problem of um, migration.
0: How have the plans been received? Do people think he's going along the right lines?
2: I think so. I think they've been pretty well received. If you look at the right-wing papers this morning, if you look at the Mail, the Telegraph, it all seems to have gone down well. As I say, there's no sort of big silver bullet here that Rishi Sunak has announced. He's he's, he's promising to sort of get to grips with with many of the the, the problems that, that those on the right of his party have been pointing out for ages that you really need a, a strong deterrent to stop people making, crossing, of course, immigration lawyers, uh, those... on on the left say well actually this will not make the slightest bit of difference because if people are that desperate to come they will always try and find a way to uh, get into the uk and that really it's it's about making the home the home offices system better and that is just such a major problem there's such a big uh, backlog and of course the thing which lots of people on the right of uh, the conservative party want to see tackled is the is the claims made by asylum seekers by illegal migrants. Uh, using the using european laws that's the that's the real problem as far as lots of people are concerned these legal challenges if you go back to the rwanda scheme the first flight to send uh, claimants or migrants to rwanda from the uk was supposed to take off in june but it's been stalled again and again and again by legal claims by legal challenges and that's the thing which a lot of conservatives will really judge Richie sunak on uh, in the end is whether he can tackle that uh, those legal claims which just really, as far as they're concerned, gum up the system.
0: What are the figures saying? Is migration and these illegal crossings becoming more of an issue?
2: If you look at the figures for this year so far, compared to the numbers for 2021, there has been a big increase. So in 2021, the number of small boat crossings was 28,526. This year, uh, today, is already 45,000. And if you look at people, you know, the tragedy in the Channel, This morning, the fact that people are still prepared to take the chance of crossing in these freezing conditions tells you that perhaps those numbers will still increase despite the weather. But that is that that is a big increase in the last year. The perception is, of course, this is becoming this is a crisis. You have to put it in perspective in terms of the overall sort of migration figures which are up, you know, the number of people coming to live in the UK is actually much higher on net migration is much higher than many people expected, according to the Office of Budget Responsibility. And the number of people making uh, who are considered illegal migrants, or who have made the crossing to the UK in the small boats, relatively small, but It is this issue that has become so totemic, I think, for Conservative MPs on the right, because they just see it as a failing system, goes back to the whole thing around Brexit and controlling the UK's borders, a sense that that hasn't really been achieved. And you can see it in a number of different ways that Rishi Sunak and the Conservatives are trying to tackle this. So there's also been, in the last few weeks, this deal with the French, where they're going to try and put a more coordinated effort into stopping the small boat crossings. You've had the announcement for Rishi Sunak, you've obviously got the Rwanda plan. So he's really trying to throw a lot lot more at it even as he's sort of dealing with all these other priorities to try and get to grips with it because it's so crucial to any chance he has of turning around Labour's lead in the polls by the time of the next election in 2024.
0: Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear the charity Save Passage International on how we can prevent tragedies like this from happening again.
1: subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts thanks for listening
0: welcome back beth gardner-smith is ceo of the charity safe passage international
3: Clearly, we're all sort of reeling from from the news that yet more people have died in the channel. And our thoughts, you know, first and foremost, are with family and friends who might be worrying today about whether their loved ones were caught up in this incident and, and their safety. But I think a lot of us are feeling a real frustration as well that we are Here yet again talking about more deaths in the channel. When we've been warning about this for months, we've been warning that we will see more people dying in these sorts of circumstances unless governments change approach and start to think about the sorts of constructive solutions to the situation that we've been calling for.
0: This incident came just hours after the PM revealed his plans for safer channel crossings. Do you think if they were in place earlier, then this could have been prevented?
3: Sadly, no. And and worse, I don't think that they will make a substantial difference to this situation or prevent these sorts of tragedies in future. Really, what we saw from, from Rishi Sunak yesterday was an announcement of more of the same. You know, the government's approach so far has been to think that if they can create an ever more hostile environment in the UK for refugees who fled war and persecution, that they won't come. But we just know that's not true. We've seen that in the boats that have still kept coming because, you know, people are fleeing from Afghanistan, fleeing Taliban persecution. They're fleeing the situation in Iran right now. And and the reality is that they don't have another option to be able to come here and seek protection. This year, we've only resettled nine people from Iran. There is no safe route if you're an Iranian refugee fleeing your country to be able to come to the UK and claim asylum or reunite with family. And that's why we're seeing so many people risking their lives in these dangerous, unimaginable circumstances right now. We work with unaccompanied children in northern France, and a couple of years ago, we were able to work with them to you know process applications to come here safely you know and when those applications were accepted we would put them on the eurostar and they would come and arrive and and, and reunite with family now for many of those unaccompanied children, we have to say to them, we're really sorry, but there is no safe option because that safe route has been closed down. And they're turning to the smugglers in ever increasing numbers to come across by, by dinghy. It's, it shouldn't be the case. And the government should be looking at opening those safe routes and rebuilding those safe routes that we did have to stop many people having to make these dangerous journeys.
0: Rishi Sunak also spoke about measures to solve the issue of people coming over illegally from Albania. What do you think can be done to better identify those arriving here that genuinely need asylum, as opposed to those coming from countries deemed as safe? well this is exactly why we need
3: a fair and effective asylum process that you know processes people's claims quickly but fairly and safely and you know we are concerned that some of the measures that the prime minister announced yesterday would actually really water down important anti-trafficking and modern slavery protections that we do have in place because what we know is that some of those people who are coming from albania are at real risk of trafficking or have been trafficked and actually we need to be very very careful that what we're not doing with this is to be sending people back who will then be at risk in their home countries and we're worried that the measures announced by Rishi Sunak may lead to that in the future but really you know the issue is that we've got to have an effective process that that processes people's claims quickly fairly and safely allows people then to rebuild their lives and determines people who are refugees and allows them to get on with their lives and in in hand in hand with that we need the safe routes that will mean we're not seeing the numbers crossing the channel, you know, and coming in such a kind of disorderly way that we're seeing at the moment in a way that, that you know, into processing centres and places like Napier Barracks um, or Manston, which are just, you know, are not fit for habitation for people staying there long term. If we had many more safe routes for people, that would mean that, you know, people could come in, a, in, in an orderly way and it wouldn't be putting so much pressure on on local authorities as as is happening at the moment. So there are really constructive solutions that are out there that the government could be reaching for. But at the moment, unfortunately, we're seeing more of the same from this government. And as we've warned, it is simply going to lead to more loss of life in the channel unless it changes.
0: And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4 p.m.